This is Michelle Harrison. I play Nora Allen on The Flash, and this is another episode of Back in the Flash. Welcome back to another episode of Back in a Flash. It's our 20th episode of the podcast. 20 episodes? 20 episodes. Woo! It's pretty cool, right? Yeah. That's uh, a big milestone. Yeah, definitely. Who would have thought? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I, I don't <laughs> definitely know. Definitely not us. <laughs> I mean, we kind of just do it, so whatever. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> But no, it's uh, it's pretty cool. I'm excited to have gotten 20 episodes into our podcast. Yeah, so. and this episode is actually kind of a special one because yeah, we definitely have a special a, one. I mean, not kind of, totally a special yeah. one because we have such a cool interview. Yeah, we have a guest. You may have heard it in the intro, uh, Michelle Harrison, who played Nora Allen in both the pilot episode and the mid-season finale of season one of The Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, joins us later in the episode for a brief interview and we talk with her about what that was like filming uh, filming primarily your death scene on the show and uh, what kinds of possibilities there are for the character in the future so yeah it was a lot of fun but before we get into that let's talk a little bit about what's going on right now in terms of the show and other CW fare uh, yeah, because it was just announced that The Flash got picked up for season two, right? Yes. Woo! Yes. Two days yeah. ago, it was announced that not only The Flash, but also Arrow yes. uh, were both I renewed mean, of renewed for their next season. <laughs> right. Actually, I think all CW shows were that are I on think, right now. I think that's true. All of CW's scripted shows were given early renewals, which is ridiculous that that yeah, like They've that's got a, heck a of huge, a lineup right now, huge sure. thing. Yeah, uh, to have all of your scripted shows renew uh, is really phenomenal. Um, so yeah, that's cool. And the Flash is coming back. We're gonna get episode ten in one week. We're recording this on Tuesday night. Yes. It'll be next Tuesday. We yeah. get to see Captain Cold and Heatwave uh, together at last. <laughs> together at last. Yes, starting up the rogues. <laughs> Um, That'll be so so much fun. I'm really looking forward to that, the 20th. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the other thing, CW had this big event uh, for the Television Critics Association, I believe, uh, and that's where they announced that the shows were all being renewed, and they also announced a couple other things. Uh, The prominent ones that we want to talk about here are... Uh, an animated show that's going to be coming to CW Seed this fall um, that's based on the DC Comics character Vixen and it's going to be set in the same universe as Flash and Arrow Uh, and they've got a single preview image from this show with Vixen and Flash and Arrow all together Yeah, Um, and it's kind of neat I really get excited about just like seeing the characters cross into other mediums, right? right. Getting getting them animated uh, seems really fun to me that not only are they comic book characters being animated, like we've seen animated versions of Flash and Arrow before, sure. but we haven't seen animated versions of the television version of yes. them. Yes, yeah. Uh, which is kind of neat. And it is very specifically like animated versions of... Arrow and the Flash as we know them from the CW 
TV universe. So have they actually announced that they were that uh, Grant Gustin and Stephen Amell are going to be voicing those characters on the um, on the animated series as well, on the Vixen series? I, I haven't seen an official announcement on that, but it seems pretty likely. Yeah. You know, it I seems... mean, why would they bring anybody else in to voice those characters? Like, it right. would be very jarring, I think, if it's supposed to be in the same... Yeah. universe and everything like right I, it will it wouldn't work without them basically right. right uh but it's it's very cool you know it's an expansion of that universe and the bigger question to me is are we then going to see vixen in the flash or arrow you know are we going to see him right are we going to see that character cross over the the other, other direction yeah. and be a live action character as well or is she just going to remain in the animated uh, side of things. I mean, with the uh, season two renewal and... Uh, season four renewal. Season four <laughs> renewal and all the, you know, with all the time yeah. that they have, I'm sure that's yeah. something that they could totally work Absolutely. out. Absolutely. And the CW uh, president, I believe, announced that they were in very early stage discussions for another television show, another DC Comics property to be adapted for oh yeah uh yeah for the cw um so there's this supergirl show backing up just a second from that there's a supergirl show that's going to be filmed they're going to film the pilot this summer and cbs has signed on for that oh um but it's a greg berlanti production who works on both arrow and the flash Mm -hmm. as one of the executive producers Uh, and in the contract for this CBS show, apparently there's little pieces uh, in the contract saying that it is able to cross over with the Flash and Arrow. Really? So we may be getting uh, Supergirl joining that universe as well. Every once in a while. That would be so cool. Right, right. Uh, How interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hadn't and, heard about that. And they also announced that the Flash and Arrow crossover that they did, you mm-hmm. know, that they're going to make that a yearly thing. Oh, good. That they're going to do Woo! one crossover <laughs> year. Yeah. As if I'm there was... like, so pleased. <laughs> as if there was much any doubt. Right. Uh, personally... No, but the fact that they announced it and they said that, like, this is going to happen at least yeah. once a year is... Yeah. It's cool. It's awesome. It's reassuring. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's reassuring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, personally, I think it would re- be really cool to have that crossover for this next season, for seasons two and four, mm-hmm. to be pushed ahead in the schedule. Just, you know, as much as I really like where it sat in the schedule this year, I think it would be really fun to do a time travel Back to the Future homage this <laughs> fall. In October. That would be pretty amazing. And have, like, the two-hour crossover episode be a really yeah. time, timey-wimey, like, back-to-the-future homage. Uh, because that's this yes. this fall, right? It's, like, yeah. October what, I mean, that would be officially the new season, right? Yeah. That would be so cool. Yeah. It, I mean, it would be, like, the second or third episode. It would be really early in the season. I doubt it's actually going to happen. <laughs> right. But I think it would be really cool. Yeah. That, that would be yeah. really amazing. And, you know, you've got all sorts of different things that you can do, uh, bringing Oliver into the tri- time travel situation as well. You mm-hmm. know, they could they could go see Robert Queen or go see Nora <laughs> Allen and uh, visit all of these characters that they don't normally get to see. And, yeah, 
Yeah. Could I wonder how the I wonder how uh, the arrow would react to time travel though, because he's not. That's not really his bag. I mean, it's not the Flash's bag at this point either. I. But I mean, it is his. It. It's going to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. And he's better suited. I mean, like, his right. Like he, he's better suited for it. But right, right. Um. Anyway, Anyhow, I was gonna actually uh, ask you back to Vixen. Yes. Before you move forward. Sure. Um, do you know much about that character? Like, is there uh, anything that you can tell me about her? Because I, I, I really don't, don't know, know anything about her. I don't know a whole lot other than she's a uh, an African female character that has. Uh, the powers of the animal spirits um and the the character i know that kind of sh- has similar powers is animal man uh but they're not doing animal man they're doing vixen hmm. um i don't is animal really... man a dc character yes oh mm-hmm. it'll be fun to learn about her yeah. You know? yeah especially in an animated series like i i obviously love the real stuff as mm-hmm. quote, you know as real as it can be i right, guess but right. like um animated is they have a lot of wiggle room more so yeah. than tv or live tv and it seems it'll be a lot of fun i think just to kind yeah. of see where they take that i mean they're they're like budgetary restrictions are far less yes you know they can do a lot more wild and crazy stunts without having to figure out all of the logistics of making that actually right. happen you know for a camera uh so and yeah. I mean, although physics and science and stuff don't always exist um, on TV anyway, like they, I feel, exist even less in animated series. So yes. it's always kind of fun to yeah. see just like the goofy stuff that they do. Yeah, no, it should be a lot of fun. And uh, and they they said at this presentation also that they, they were in very early discussions for another character, right? For another uh, CW dc tv show oh right okay so back to what you were saying yes Yes. um and so the the name that was then kind of tossed around a fair bit i think mark guggenheim another one of the show's producers talked about uh the possibility of brandon routh being in an adam spinoff uh and i guess i kind of feel like at this point in arrow i don't know how many of our listeners watch arrow as well i would assume a fairly high percentage right you know, Seems if, like if you're if you're listening to our <laughs> podcast, you're probably watching The Flash, and you're probably watching Arrow. Right. If you're not, you probably should. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> because it's awesome. Yeah. And if you like The Flash, you'll like The Arrow. Yeah, it's it's a good show. But he's um the guy with the suit, Felicity's yes new yeah Felicity's boss? new romantic interest slash boss okay. slash I mean. <laughs> Yes, all it's of those things. <laughs> all of those things. Uh, and Oliver 2.0. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I suppose so. Uh, and he's also recruited Felicity to help in his superheroics plan, whatever yeah. whatever that leads to. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, yeah, they've. he said that they've talked a little bit about the Atom having a spinoff, potentially. Have they said uh, that that's his... Have they coined his superhero name or whatever in the Arrow yet? Have they mentioned the Atom? Um, well, they've used... They haven't, like, mentioned it as a name. Uh-huh. But the suit that he's designing is called, like, the A-T-O-M ah, suit. Gotcha. So... Okay. Yeah. I was just curious where that, like, 
if that was something that we just knew already maybe i'd missed it or something right. you know? yeah but um so what i mean i'm assuming by the name but i don't know i could be right. wrong because sometimes names don't necessarily describe the character the way that i think that they're going to right uh golden glider for instance right but um <laughs> what uh is it just a size thing like he just shrinks yeah yep okay shrinks and maintains his strength so can he also go the opposite way and grow very large then as well? Or is no, it, I don't believe so. Small? Yeah, mm, I, I haven't seen that at least. Uh, but again, it's kind of one of those things. Comics are weird, and they can pretty much do whatever they want. Sure. So if they wanted to make it so that he can grow to be a giant, you know, they're fictional characters. Right. They can do that. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, but anyways, he's potentially a spinoff. Um, and the other possibility that has kind of been tossed around, I think mostly by fans at this point, Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it would be cool. So I'm going to talk about it, (laughs) uh, is the possibility of, uh, Green Lantern being, being brought to the CW and doing some version of Green Lantern. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be Hal Jordan or Jon Stewart or... Simon Baz or Guy Gardner or Kyle Rayner or <laughs> Alan Scott. It doesn't have to be any of them. You could do like a whole new Green Lantern character for this TV universe because the concept of Green Lanterns is so wide open. Right. I actually think that that, well, I mean, I can't definitively say this because I don't know anything about Adam, the Adam. Is it the Adam or just Adam? I think either way is fine. Anyway, um, (laughs) I don't know. I just want to make sure that I'm doing this properly. Um, I don't know anything about his story, so maybe it would be really fun to see him on Mm -hmm. the screen. I have no idea. But Green Lantern, that would be so cool. Right. Like, so much fun. Right. Just all of the possibilities with that ring and the space and all the fun (laughs) stuff that could happen with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the struggles there are certainly more, like, budgetary. It's a matter of, like, how do you make a Green Lantern on a television budget Yeah. and make it not look terrible and But they've managed to, to do, do some really amazing things on The Flash that I would have never right. thought that they would have been able to afford right. to do. But, I mean, they yeah. pulled it off, I mean, wonderfully. So yeah. I, c- I can imagine that maybe with technology and advancements and stuff like that that... They could possibly do something for relatively yeah. inexpensive. Yeah. Well, and I think the big the big part of it is figuring out how to like hang the series on a hook and say like these are some of our touchstone points that we can do on a relatively low budget. Yeah. You know, the the Flash has lots of scenes where it's just a couple people talking. Sure. And then there's big action scenes, and that's where they use a lot of their budget of mm-hmm. like doing these stunts that look very polished and nice but there's plenty of scenes that are much simpler and more straightforward and uh i think that's with any superhero though i mean there's always time downtime there's always absolutely. times where they're not fighting absolutely crime. but when you're if you're trying to do a show that's in space it's I less mean, it likely have to, to be have in space. He could just go to space. <laughs> to space. Yes. Right. On occasion. On occasion. Just check in with his <laughs> other lantern friends. Right. You know. Yeah. You have a Coast City set, you have a OA set. Right. And you know. I don't know, a couple others. <laughs> sure. 
But I, don't, I mean, Anyways. like I said, I don't know anything about the Adam, so maybe it will be right. really, really cool to see him yeah. come to life as well. But isn't I mean, it the other like Ant Man though, like this it is shrinking. Yeah, piece? okay. It's it's similar. It's DC's version. You know, they've each got one. Uh, right. But um, and Adam brings. You know, he's got a whole another set of technical issues that you'd have to deal with in doing an Adam show as well. You've got to right. show the show the world from his Scale. perspective yeah. right so you have to build all of these ridiculous G- sets, sets. <laughs> yeah uh, or yeah. something or um, something be a lot of green screen or right. i don't even know i don't know what the like camera work would look like on that i'm just yeah. thinking like honey i shrunk the kids I type stuff <laughs> right. i can't help it but that's actually uh-huh. what I thought when I heard about the um, <laughs> the previews for Ant Man or whatever. When right. people started talking about that, I was like, like, "What is this? Like another like I just imagined." Right. Especially because one of my friends told me that he flies around on the back of an ant or something. I yep. was like, "Oh no, this is going to be awful." But anyway, I digress. The previews actually looked pretty good, so yeah, uh, it probably won't be that bad. But I just imagined, <laughs> "Honey, I shrunk the kids when they're like riding ants." You know, right. and I'm like, "Great, this is going right. to be." Just the super, super corny special yeah. effects of that era. Yeah. yeah. We've come a little ways since then. I know. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> Maybe just a little, uh, but. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, anyways, that's all the news in terms of uh, what to be expecting from the CW superhero universe. And we're excited for The Flash to return next week. Uh, but in the meantime, we've got our extra special interview to share with you uh, with Michelle Harrison. So here you go. Michelle, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, You've been in two episodes of The Flash so far. You were in the pilot episode and then episode nine, right? Yes. Yes. And so last week we did our like best of recap in our podcast and we talked about what our favorite episodes are. And I'm pretty sure I had both of those episodes yeah. in, in my top three. Uh, they, they were fantastic episodes. <laughs> oh, that's good for me. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, it's fun to have you on the show. You know, there's lots of uh, father-son relationships on the show. There's like three of them for Barry. Um, yeah. And you're really the only mother character to him on the show. Yeah. Um, so what... Let's go ahead and talk. So this is kind of a, a question that everyone kind of wants to know when you're dealing with a comic book property is, yeah. did you have any background knowledge about the characters going into it? Or was it just reading the scripts and looking at that to figure out who you were in the role? Well, before uh, I before I auditioned for it, I only when I got it, I only had the script to go with. And then once I was cast... Um, I didn't read the comic books, but I have a brother-in-law who's a pretty huge superhero and comic book fan. Okay. So in finding out upon, you know, finding out about the show that I was in, he sort of had a lot to tell me about the original Flash. And it was interesting because some of it's actually, you know, kind of bleeds into the show and a lot of it doesn't, isn't really relevant at all. At all. So right. while I was creating this sort of backstory for Nora, um, I used a bit of that and then I kind of let the rest go because um, some of it doesn't really isn't really applicable to what we're what we're doing on the show but it was helpful to know because we don't really see that much of Nora on the show we don't really get to know about her personal life we only sort of see her as this mother figure mm-hmm. right this mm-hmm. this heavenly mother figure so 
I wanted there to be a bit more that hopefully, you know, one day you get to explore more. But, um, yeah, I did, I did have a knowledge of the, of the series. I just didn't sit down and read them all. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Did, did you, did you like watch any of the old CBS series that John Wesley Shipp was in? I've seen, no? I, 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 no, I, but I've okay. seen clips of them and I've, and I, you know, I work with John quite a bit, so right. I've mm-hmm. gone and looked at his stuff and it's always fun to see him from years ago, you know, doing his thing. Um, but no, I sort of, I, I was sort of more of the fresh eye, which I think is sort of what they're trying to do with the show, yeah. you know, in the casting. So I did, I feel like I did my homework, but I sort of left some of it just to create something new with yeah. what they were doing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You've done, you've done lots of different shows. It looks like I was just looking at your, uh, your, some of your credits on IMDb and looking at what you've been in and uh, I'm curious like how would you compare what you've done on this show to some of the other shows you've been on um it's interesting because this show for me i love working on it but i we're we're sort of in our own bubble the allen family the flashback allen family Mm -hmm. in some ways you know as of yet we don't really cross over into the sort of the current storyline except for john right um so it's interesting because um, I know a lot of the cast members from I've worked with some of them before, and so I have relationships there. But our stuff is really, um, you know, it's just really set in the Allen home and it's set in the past. So we don't really get to sort of cross over into this current storyline that they have going on. Um, so I guess my experience is that I'm not sort of part of we're not part of the cast in a lot of ways because we're not working with them as much, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we get to see them, but it's not, I'm not on in scenes with them and, you know, getting to play, to play with them. It's mostly just, um, Logan who plays young Barry and John and I who get to, right. who get to do our stuff together, which is kind of nice because every week you show up, it's sort of the same people and it's comfortable and you know them all. So mm-hmm. that does make it fun too. Yeah, I mean, you kind of get your own little family within the the cast of the show, right? Exactly, yeah. Uh, Probably also, like, helps to lend to that uh, feeling of being kind of secluded and different. Like, the flashbacks are so much different than the current story. Totally, yeah. And our little house and our little, you know, it's it's great. It's really fun. Yeah. So is it it just those... um, Logan, you said, and then John, are those the only character, are the only other uh, people that you get to work with on set, really? At this point, yes. That's who I have worked with, yeah. So who are some of the other people in the show that you might really like to work with that you haven't gotten an opportunity to yet? Like to have another flashback with them. Another flash. I love to work with Grant just because... He's just so cool, and he's the Flash, and <laughs> Absolutely. it just seems right that I would work with him, right? Yeah. Um, I'd love to work with Jesse, Jesse's character, Jesse Martin. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I mean, that to... one that one seems really, really feasible <laughs> yeah. with it being, yeah. you know, he's been in some flashbacks as well. But never at the exactly. same time. Um, mm-hmm. Right, just I not, know. not in them with you at all, so. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. One of these days, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, and then Tom Cavanaugh and I have been friends for a long time. We did a film um, eight years ago, maybe, seven, eight years ago. Okay. And so we've stayed friends since then. So um, it's kind of fun to work with him but not work with him, if you know what I mean. Like I see him when I'm there, but we don't get to work together. So it'd be really fun to do something with him and sort of um, relive some fun 
that we had on set. Absolutely. Do you feel mm-hmm. like from a personal standpoint, um, do you, are there any stories that you would like to um, explore or see explored within the show? Well, this John had told me, John Wesley Ship had told me that there's a storyline in the Flash comic books where you sort of find out more about Nora and Henry and that they actually had sort of a um, sort of a trickier relationship than is let on in yeah. our show. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not that's true, whether or not, I, I think it would be interesting just to explore, I don't know, the Allen family um, and sort of where Henry and Nora came from and, you know, where they were going, bef- you know, what happened before Barry was born. I think all those things would be really interesting. Yeah. Um, I know there's always the fear of, when you um, when there's someone that is just this sort of angelic creature, like she's sort of you know she's she's the reason or one of the main reasons why Barry is sort of led to go on his journey, right? Right, of saving his you know finding about who his mother's killer is. But I think that you don't necessarily shatter that image in finding out more about who she is as a person. You know, she can yeah. still be that person and be human. You know, yeah. So I think that would be cool to find out some stuff about their life and. You know, maybe a, a cool storyline would be there's a seven-year-old version of what Nora Allen was and then Barry's 30-year-old version of what his mom is like. Because we sort of grow up and we see our parents more human and with their flaws. And as a child, you sort of, you, you have this picture of your parents that's perfect and, well, not all, not all kids do, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And then as you grow up, you start to get to know them better and you realize, oh, you know, they're just like, any other human right yeah. they're, they're people too <laughs> yeah exactly right <laughs> so that would be kind of interesting i think yeah well mm-hmm. and i mean with it again with it being a comic book property there's all sorts of opportunities for really timey-wimey things right I yeah mean, exactly there's uh one of the big flash stories from recent years was flashpoint and it prominently featured nora allen uh mm. In a in a present day like alternate universe context where she was the one that survived instead of Henry. Uh, oh, and so there oh. was. I mean, there's all sorts of possibilities with the character. Yeah. Uh, so. And the show's not know. going anywhere, so I think there's you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's seasons to be. I'm just I'm really thankful to be on the show. It's a great show to be on. I feel really you know lucky to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll act whatever they write for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and in terms of, uh, you know, doing family drama type things, the the showrunners have shown that they they like doing those things. You know, they've done it a lot exactly. with, with Arrow. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that'd be really neat. Yeah, it would be. They, those guys are great. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, we I talked briefly, or I mentioned very briefly, the all of these father-son relationships that Barry has, and does it does it feel like there's more pressure, or there's anything different about the uh, the mother-son relationship that because it was such a strong impact on him, but you're not there in the present day? Uh, did those scenes? feel like they carried like they needed to carry more emotional weight because of that or what was so do you do you mean does he need a mother figure in the present or is that what you're asking or well i guess i'm asking uh, what kind of attention you know was was attention to the past tense scenes with 
your character? Was there was there lots of uh, emotional pressure on those scenes to get them right because her oh as an influence? actress you mean. yeah and it, it, just in terms of how the production was done. Um. I, I mean, I, yes, there was, but I didn't. I didn't necessarily feel that pressure because I, I think in some ways, um, the mother-son relationship is very easy for me to. Um, it's a very easy place for me to go because I do have a young son. Sure. Um, so just the you know the aspect of being in a room and trying to save my son and something's hurting me and I'm scared and those things were just. I, I just sort of tried to find the realness and the truth of it and. Sure. Sure. Just be in the moment. So I, I mean, I, I knew that there was, there was a b- bit of pressure on those scenes, but I didn't really feel it. And okay. David Nutter, our director, was just so great, and um, you know, I just didn't feel it. Yeah. And the other thing I wasn't sort of expecting. I mean, I guess I should have been, but there's so much happening in that scene. There's, um, you know, there's the wind, and there's the um, cupboard smashing down, and there's just all this extra stuff that. Mm-hmm you're kind of not expecting when you're preparing for the scene that really actually helps because you feel like you're in a big wind tunnel and you feel like something around you is crashing and there's sound and right, right. so it, it makes it feel that much more real when you're on set doing it over and over and over and over again yeah so yeah. so what was that setup like in terms of when they filmed that scene when they filmed the death scene because that was a big i mean it was a visual effects heavy scene Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so what was the setup on the or in the stage or the space that you were filming that? Well, most of it I think was done in post, but when we shot it, there was um, there were strobe lights going, some sort of lighting going. There was all these really strong wind machines, not like fans, but machines mm-hmm. that actually could almost push me over. Wow! Um, and then they had really cool special effects when, um, like the cupboard the china cabinet behind me crashes down and they had this whole thing you know the whole thing crashes and all the dishes come down and um so they had all that set up and we did all different takes to get all those moments right um and then it was just a lot of me screaming and calling for Barry, <laughs> improvising and you know right. using logan and using henry and just you know yeah fighting for my life basically yeah you bet no, I think yeah. a lot of what I find interesting in like talking with you about it is hearing like what portions were done as you were filming and what was done in post. So yeah, uh, it's it's interesting to hear about like the the cabinet with all of the china actually being something that was done in filming. Yeah, um, so. yeah, and yeah. a lot of it's just reacting to something that's not there too, right? There's something flying around me, but I don't know what it is. Right. Um, and playing that so they can put that back in later in post. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, the. So the, how many takes did it take? Uh, did you guys do for that one scene? Do you remember? Um, I don't know if I could count them, but we were that scene was probably it was a full day. Oh my gosh, were you so hoarse by the end of it? I can imagine after <laughs> I all was, that screaming. Yeah, I was. <laughs> and yes, just probably really tired from being windblown and just berated like all day with all this <laughs> stuff. Well, and I was crying. It was a, it oh was a really goodness. emotionally exhausting, but it's one of those actor high days where you leave really exhausted, but you had a good day. So oh, yeah. it feels it feels really good and worth it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, the scene definitely works. Yeah. It was so good. It was. Well, they sure play it. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, they sure use it a lot, which is great. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's it's even in the like intro bit, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so we see it in every episode. You've been in yeah. every episode. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so there's some family drama things. Uh, would you would you like to see like time travel and alternate universe things and a way to bring your character into the present day? Or would you prefer to just deal with a few characters in the past? You know, see. No, I would love that. I would. Yeah. No, that'd be great. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 I oh. like all those alternate universe storylines and time travel and think all that stuff is really fun. So. Yeah, I'm up for anything. Yeah, I mean, whatever they write, I'll act. It's all part of that uh, wacky, wild <laughs> world of comics, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. Well, do you have any other questions? I don't know. I mean, it's just I'm like trying to absorb it. Your voice is so like melodic and soothing. Like I'm just. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like in a trance right now listening to you. And I didn't ever realize it because the flashbacks are kind of um, ethereal and sort of gauzy anyway. So yeah. I I wasn't sure if it was just like how you were acting as his mother in the past and you were kind of using a very light voice. But no, this is just your voice and you're just like so... Oh, that's hilarious. So relaxed. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my mother is putting me to sleep. Perfect. <laughs> And back in a flash, has gone to sleep. Thank you for everyone. Oh. For no, no. <laughs> no. It's just, you're just no, I very you're soothing. You're just very so, um, so my mind is really uh, kind of blank right now. I'm I'm thrilled to speak with you, though. I think this is amazing. Um, and we would love to see more of you in, in any kind of uh, either flashback or present day. I mean, mm-hmm. it would be amazing if, like, yeah. somehow Barry could go back and get you and bring you back to the present day. I mean, that I would mean, just be... yeah. Awesome. Right, right now his whole thing is just, you know, avenging your death or yeah, uh, getting justice for that. But you know, once that's done, the show's got to go somewhere. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, you go like back I said, and... they have lots of they have. Lo- I feel like they have lots of time to figure these things out. So yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's um yeah, I just sit and wait and yeah, I think it'll be. I, I can't wait to see what they do with the show. I think it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. It so, already is. So to see where you know where they take it will be really fun for everyone. You bet. So it's safe mm-hmm. to say you've you've watched the show so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do yeah. you have a favorite episode? Uh, let's go ahead and say aside from the two that you were in. Right. <laughs> do you have a favorite episode? You know what? My favorite's the pilot. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, maybe I have an affinity to it because I don't know. It's just it's yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah, no, I pattern. mean, it was yeah. it was a very good one, uh, yeah. definitely. And, you know, I was saying last week, a lot of what I really like about that is just how well it set the tone for the show as a whole. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, definitely. I think, too, a lot of times pilots, I mean, if they're really well made, you know, this isn't the case, but a lot of times pilots start and then the show gets better and better and better, mm-hmm. which has happened in this case. But I feel like this pilot is so strong. It's not, it doesn't just sort of, you show the pilot and then, oh, look how good the show's getting. The show is consistently just really great. Right. Which is, yeah. That was something that we, 
actually had discussed previously is just like how good I mean when the pilot came out we were blown away we're like how is this show going to get better than this yeah like, this is so good and I know every week they just knock it out of the park it's amazing mm-hmm. and it's usually not it's well it's not always like that but it's often not the case because pilots everyone's figuring everything out but they really nailed it I feel like yeah. the pilot so yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah well Michelle. Nice to chat with you guys. Yeah, thanks for joining yeah. us. And yeah, you're welcome. Uh, we hope to see more of you on Flash. And thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'll talk to you guys another time. Yep. Thank Take you. Take care. Okay. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Well, thanks for joining us uh, again to Michelle Harrison and also to all of our listeners for tuning in again for this episode of Back in a Flash. Uh, if you haven't heard or noticed, our Twitter account just reached 500 followers uh, a couple days ago. So we're going to have a giveaway uh, and we'll have some information there. So check out our Twitter. It's at Flash Fanatics uh, and we'll do a giveaway. We're still trying to figure out what we're going to give away, either a t-shirt or some uh, digital TV episodes. So give us a shout if you have a preference of what you'd like to see for a giveaway as well. Um, Once we figure out all the details, though, we'll put it up on our um, on our Blogspot page yeah. so that all of the information is out there. Yeah, and we'll share that via Twitter and Facebook, both of them. Yeah. Uh, so our Facebook is facebook.com slash Flash Fanatics, and our Twitter handle is at Flash Fanatics. You can find us on both of those. Uh, also, if you enjoyed the interview that we did here, we've got a couple other interviews in our uh, podcast's history. We've had an interview with Van Jensen, who wrote a lot of the Flash comics, or who is currently writing Flash comics. We had an interview with Brett Booth, who's been doing the art for the recent run on the Flash, and we did an interview with Chad Rook, who mm-hmm. played the Weather Wizard in the pilot episode. Uh, so a few different interviews. If you like hearing from those people, uh, check those out. And and we'll try to get a few more of those uh, up yeah. for the next for the last half of the season and everything too. Yeah, we'll see. We what really we can enjoy do doing. There. Make it's sure fun. that um, we always try to announce our interviews, you know, a week before we actually mm-hmm. do them. So if you guys have any questions or uh, anything that you would like us to talk to the person about, please let us know because we are always willing to ask anything that you guys want to know. Definitely, definitely. Or if you have an eye, you know, if you kind of want to talk to somebody or you want us to interview somebody <laughs> specifically, let us know that too. That way we can, you know, try to reach out to them. Sure. Get them on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would say don't hold, don't hold, uh, hold your breath on uh, Grant <laughs> Gustin being sure. a guest on Back in a Flash. As cool as it would be, I'm not going to hold my breath on that, but. <laughs> we can always try. Right. <laughs> uh, anyways, The Flash returns next week on yeah. CW, uh, 8, 7 Central. Um, and we're going to see Heat Wave and Captain Cold together. Super pumped. And we'll be back uh, a couple days after that to talk about that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's all we've got today. We'll be back, back in, in a flash. flash.